0: Okay, before we get into it, folks. Yeah, content big warning.
1: content warning for um like school shooting. Yes. Shootings in general, guns.
0: Yes. To uh, to quote Glee because they actually had a content warning before this episode. This episode of Glee addresses the topic of school violence. Viewer discretion is advised. So, you know. Right. Yeah. Welcome. And now
1: um welcome to Sam and Maggie Hate Glee. Yes. Uh, this is a podcast where we discuss episodes of Glee one by one. Uh, we have made it quite far um, in the grand scheme of things here at episode, uh, episode 18 yes. of season four. This is the last of the sweet spot. <laughs> um,
0: well, okay. Or,
1: well, it is a it is a marker <laughs> for um, sort of the mood uh, and attitude of the season changing. At least that is what we, we hear online
0: yes oh mostly uh, we, we heard that the episodes before this one were good and then this one is
1: is this one
0: is this one yeah it's it's called it's season four episode 18 like maggie said it's called shooting star which is already a bad place to start um
1: yeah it was written by matthew Hod- hodgson fuck i can never say that name right matthew hodgson and <laughs> directed by bradley Buker.
0: yep um, who we'll, has
1: made some like? Okay. So Brad Bradley Bucher has done a lot of like the more co- like sort of comedic um, choices in directing. I would say you know like he does the split screens superhero episode. I'm gotcha. pretty sure. Okay. Right.
0: I I mean I didn't write it down so I, I wouldn't didn't, know.
1: Listen, I didn't I didn't look that up so who knows. Um, <laughs> but um, and that's definitely sort of those kind of fun choices are definitely present in the first act of the episode. Yeah. Um, because we get into it in the very first scene, there is a recap, right?
0: Uh, there actually isn't. Um, but before Okay, we, great. Yeah. Before we get into it, let me give the stats. Um, so this originally aired on April 11th, 2013 with 6.67 million viewers, which is up from last week's 5.91 million. Um, This was after, like, a two- or three-week hiatus from the last episode, and Mm -hmm. the biggest note-
1: Those fucking hiatuses, man. Like, I don't- the episode's a problem, and some of the choices are problematic, but the fact that the show, that Glee, the television show, took these long-ass hiatuses is a crime in and of itself it was terrible it was like the worst way to consume television like here have three episodes over the course of two weeks and um then uh, we're just gonna not have episodes for a month (laughs) suck it
0: yeah um the the big note about this one is um this was four months after the sandy hook shooting okay so not cool and that's well, Like we're gonna have to really talk about it a lot, so that's just what yes. I want to bring up here well, at the top. Let's
1: just save all that discussion for the latter half of the episode. Yep. Um. Just in case, like you, like if you're listening to this list, listener, we're not gonna talk about that until it, it, we come to that part of it. Um, yeah. And we'll give timestamps in the description so you can skip that if yeah. you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yes. So. Uh, we go straight into the episode. Yep. Will is announcing to the Glee Club in the auditorium who their competition for sectionals is going to be. Who's your daddies, which Tina thought that was funny, and I do too. It's a nice pun. <laughs> yes. And uh, the nun touchables who are from a convent? Somebody guesses. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean... It is like this is a common th- a thread for all of these like regionals competitions. They have the weirdest fucking groups that show up out of nowhere that are like yeah very niche. So at uh, least you
1: know. it's sort of uh, it is sort of fun though. Yeah. Um, no,
0: no, it's... you know
1: it it it, gl- it grounds us in Glee reality.
0: <laughs> right. Um. But then we get the first. Tro like okay here's yeah I, I know I said we we're gonna like we, we just said we we're gonna save it and we're not gonna get into it too much but the problem especially with this is this episode is split very definitively into like a first half and a second half yeah and this first half has so many editing choices and like story choices that are supposed to like thematically tie into the second half that are not yes. good and this is the first one. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I totally see that. Because it, it is sort of like a... It's like a blurred tunnel shot. Yes. Um, That's coming from, like... I'd say, like, the middle of the auditorium. Like, as in where the... Like, I um, I don't know how to th- think about it, really. I guess, like, if you've ever seen Phantom of the Opera, the place where the chandelier is...
0: Yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> it's... I mean, the... So what this is leading to is Brittany is announcing that she believes that a yes. deadly asteroid well, slash comet slash meteor the, slash meteorite. The tunnel yeah. shot
1: turns into like an aluminum tube. Yes. Um. At the end of it, I think it's pretty clear that it's like aluminum, uh, not some sort of like gun metal, but I totally understand. Yeah. Like the imagery is really misguided.
0: Yes. Um. But it's because I, I guess the thought here... Besides the one that is gun related, would I guess be that it's coming through a telescope of some sort? Um, Yes, but it Uh, also has. But it is—it's
1: so fucking weird because it's just a zoom in on Britney's face.
0: Well, and it's also so oversaturated when it does it that it really like adds like a sense of tension to it, which I guess also still makes sense because, like I said, she's announcing this like she thinks the end of the world's going to happen, but again, is very bad for tonal Brittany, reasons.
1: Brittany somehow knows that an asteroid is going to be hitting the Earth in a matter of days uh, and she names it Tubbington Bop. Yes. And um, <laughs> she declares that like this is the time to um, like say say what you need to say because the world's gonna end. Yes. And someone's like, "Didn't you do this over Christmas? Aren't you married to Sam?" Uh, and yes. Marley's like, "Wouldn't NASA know something about this?" Right. Well, that's I <laughs> so mean. Brittany's like, "You can't trust NASA." I need to go make things right with my cat.
0: Well, that's I one of the things I do like about this is um that Glee the the Glee crew here. Mm-hmm. They don't immediately dismiss Brittany. Like whenever oh, she no. says things, they, they just don't. Like, they kind of play along, but not in like a like we know sense, more of a like Marley trying to be reasonable, being like, wouldn't NASA know something about this if there really was an asteroid? Like,
1: Yeah, I I think it's like Brittany's just really charismatic. Um, yeah. Also, <laughs> she's hot. So people yeah. listen to her. She yeah. has that magical blonde energy, Sam.
0: That's true. Um, she uh, also... also, she's oh, an worry.
1: alien, so that's why she knows about the asteroid, right? Probably.
0: Well, I mean, there's another reason later, but um, <laughs> she does. She does say she needs to go make things right with Lord Tubington, um, not Sam specifically. Like,
1: oh yeah, like we get a, a like a shot of hurt Sam. Yes. And it's like, what would she do to slight you? What are you talking about? Um, but uh, and uh, yeah. then Brittany does the hide your kids meme.
0: Meme, yeah yeah really i don't know about that i don't know about that either i don't i don't like it but she memes (laughs) out so
1: she she memes out (laughs) memes out hardcore and then uh now we see the choir room yes uh and britney is saying something about how jesus killed the dinosaurs with yeast infections and like that was the first extinction and now this is the second one something like that yep um they're all chatting around the piano, and then Will gets them all off to the side of the room uh, to do a teach while he sits in the middle of, like, the riser seats. Yes. Um, And then he quotes Bruce Springsteen, and then he writes Last Chance on the board.
0: Yeah. So, effectively, Will tries to do, like, a pep talk
1: here. Yeah, about, like, oh, yeah. if the world is gonna end we need to tell each other we love each other. But if it isn't, we need to get ready for sectionals. Let's do
0: both. <laughs> Which I mean, to be real is a very well move. Um, So then uh, after this happens, Ryder and Jake are leaving the quiet room and Ryder tells Jake that he saw Katie at their school. Um, Yes. The
1: first, Except he yeah. starts, he starts the fucking conversation saying, I saw her. And Jake's like, who? And then Ryder's like, I'm texting someone from the internet. And it's like, oh, but why did you start the conversation that way? What the fuck?
0: No, I completely agree. Because, like, he literally, like, Jake is like, who are, <laughs> what? And then Ryder's like, oh, sorry, all the backstory. I am text, I'm in this quote, text relationship <laughs> with this girl, and I saw her here. Um, this
1: dialogue is whack. Yeah, no <laughs> um, kidding. And then we flash to Ryder seeing Katie for the first time. Uh, He's, like, taking a test, and she's just walking by, and there's, like, a weird, like, (laughs) slow-mo Like, yeah, blow up There's, like, a fan blowing on her hair, (laughs) and she's, like, really lit, like, very warmly, like an angel. And he's just like, wow. And tries to get up and follow her, but then Shannon is like, sit down, idiot, it's a test.
0: Yeah, which, I I guess this gives us a clue that I guess Shannon teaches some kind of literature class, because he was doing a test on 1984, so um the the other weird thing about this is that this is the middle of the school year wouldn't he have seen katie there
1: yeah right or like like
0: and like how did he not know she like he says when he's telling he's explaining this to jake that he assumed that she lived somewhere across the country but it was on facebook like
1: can we discuss what a bad choice this catfisher made by (laughs) just choosing someone who goes to like their McKinley, school?
0: yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like,
1: how stupid.
0: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I I've never been a catfisher, so I wouldn't know. Sure. But like, I could assume that if you wanted to do it, you should probably like, you know,
1: choose someone far, far away.
0: Yeah, maybe they maybe they didn't even. Like, think about that. Maybe they just searched pretty girls at the library computer. And, um... <laughs> and
1: this girl's Facebook came up? What?
0: Yeah, I don't Anyway, yeah and,
1: yeah. and, like, Ryder says to Jake, we got to know each other without looks, man. And, yeah. But, like, think about it. They've been, like, sending pictures to <laughs> right. each other this whole time. Ryder keeps, like, envisioning this, like, yes. Aryan goddess every time he he's, like, you know texting her or whatever yeah it's very ridiculous
0: it is i mean it to be fair though i it does kind of ring true for like high schoolers though in my mind of this Mm. idea of like just like throwing yourself into like a relationship or you you know put a lot onto something that might not be there
1: listen love is strange and Ryder is in love with the idea that he can um Like, be a human emotional person. Right. Uh, Like, as a teen boy, you're not allowed to be that unless you're in a relationship with a woman who is allowed to be emotional. Um, I mean... Yeah.
0: There's also a real weird element here where, like, I mean, we'll get to it. Never mind. I'll save that for later. Um, Yeah.
1: Anyway, Jake tells him that he needs a plan instead of just, like, stalking this girl around the school. He needs to... That is Um, a plan,
0: but a better one than that, probably.
1: A good plan. A (laughs) plan that does not involve Ryder just sort of, like, peeking into windows of all classrooms to find this girl. Yes. Uh, Yes. Now we go to the next scene, where Brittany is talking to Lord Talvington in her bedroom... And Sam's just sort of there, like he's yes. uh, he's just sitting across the room watching this very sweet interaction happen, where Lord Tubington is, I guess, rejecting Britney? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's hard to tell what Lord Tubington is doing at any given time. And Sam is like, listen, you can't connect with him this way. You just need to sing to him, Brittany. Oh my god. Oh my sing, god. Sing your feelings to your cat. And then she's like, I, I, I can't. I I said I wouldn't sing to Lord Tobbington anymore uh, once he joined the KKKK, <sighs> which is... Exactly what you Klan think it is. For cats. <laughs>
0: it's really bad. It's sort of That's... a
1: kooky name, too, because they spelled cats with a K.
0: <laughs> That's so bad. Um, yeah.
1: No, it's terrible. It's really bad. It's Okay, but it is. It's a little funny. It is. No. I mean, the problem is that, like... I don't, I, I just... It's, it's dark humor, yes. But, like, what? what is a cat gonna do? <laughs> I mean...
0: Also. I don't know. Um, but my favorite part is this leads to a plan that they're all gonna sing to Lord Tuppington instead of just yeah. Brittany.
1: <laughs> because Sam is like, if we all do it together as a glee club, maybe they'll feel less like you're, like, ignoring them or something or so- like yeah. that. <laughs> well, no, uh,
0: it's very good because, yeah, he, what... He, because what he's saying isn't that like Lord Toppington will feel less like he's being ignored. He's like, if we include the rest of the New Directions, maybe people in the New Directions, hint, hint, <laughs> might feel like you're not choosing a cat over them. Hint, hint, <laughs> hint.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ryder yells at Katie. Wait, no.
0: In quotation marks.
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, i sorry. I, I was reading the wrong part of my notes. He's not yelling, he's just going. Oh, sure. <laughs> bro. Yeah. spoiler alert writer's gonna do some yelling um <laughs> so writer talks to katie in the hallway um he just found out where her locker is no biggie probably did that stalking plan without telling jake i mean and <laughs> again if she has
0: a locker and like you would uh whatever it's it's fine he's taking uh, her to the glee he, room he
1: like yeah yeah he i don't know he's just like hey what's up and she's like hello yes. she's she is happy to see him but there isn't really like a spark of recognition for her and Ryder just sort of either doesn't see that or
0: maggie he's is, blinded by love
1: <laughs> or he's blinded by his own like stupid.
0: yeah um <laughs> yes yeah so uh yeah go for it
1: he brings her into the choir room to serenade her yes with your song by elton john guess he's a real big elton fan this is uh like, the second time he's yeah. sung one. Um, so he serenades her. I sort of, you know, I sort of didn't like that this song was, like, a hetero song. It feels sort of appropriative of yeah, gay culture. But, but didn't, whatever. Didn't Elm John
0: sing it? Like, wasn't wasn't he publicly not gay? at this point i, I mean, mean
1: but, he, but he is he
0: is now i know so uh, like weird.
1: he what but he was always
0: right but like <laughs> um gay publicly. and that's
1: because no this song uses he him pronouns in it
0: okay sure so anyway they dance a little and then at the end of it
1: oh he touches oh. her face
0: yeah that's like, weird
1: he just comes up to her like while he's standing and she's sitting and just like sort of touches her face as he serenades her, which is fine, I guess, if you've had like a like an online relationship for like a month or whatever. Yeah. Um, which but yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's not great, um, considering what is so clearly obvious. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: I think one of the big things too is that like, I don't know, it's the first time you're meeting someone like. Mm -hmm. even if you've told someone like i i don't know he 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 says afterwards that he he's trying to make it something special so that way like their first real meeting would be like a story they'd tell forever or something um
1: yes um but but my question is is like is it out of character for Ryder to be this like bold i guess he did he kissed marley yeah that one time um he's sort of a, a rash boy yeah, he, he makes does. rash decisions, and he, he does it confidently.
0: He does the football <laughs> dances, so I assume he makes bad decisions. Um, he
1: does do the football dances. You are correct. Uh, um, <laughs> but
0: I, so, gasp surprise, Marissa. Yes,
1: because she's like, why me? <laughs> this yeah. That was beautiful, and your arms are beautiful, but why me, writer? And then, uh-oh, he's being catfished.
0: Yeah, she even, like Marissa, This poor this poor girl is like, gasp someone's catfishing you which then we get a shot of one of the violinists oh in the room God. just being <laughs> like
1: the, the strings reaction is amazing it's amazing <laughs> Be- and it sort of confirms that like this greek chorus of just like random musicians are are there like yes. in the story <laughs> they're, they're yes. not just like stage pieces
0: no which yeah that's it's funny cuz it does come up again a little later too but uh, essentially Writer is shocked. He's discovered and, what we've all known forever, which is the, yes. And
1: Marissa's yeah. like, "Listen, I'm not, I'm not Katie, but call me." Right. <laughs> and just leaves. Yep. I mean, what
0: would you do? I'd do that. Like, no,
1: I think that is the, the best exit. <laughs> like, she's just like, "Listen, I haven't been texting you, but you are hot. Call me."
0: <laughs> I mean, he is supposed to be like some like football stud, right? So
1: yeah, that's why she was. Uh, I don't know, convinced to be serenaded. That's why she yeah. followed him.
0: Yeah, which I mean again, like here's so this the evolution of this mm-hmm. is so stupid because <laughs> this immediately goes to yes. Ryder confronting Jarley. This is the
1: yelling. Yes. He comes to yell at Jarley. Yes. Um and uh Ryder's sort of I don't he just okay. So his argument is that he's like Marley, you're still in love with me, and you for some reason are doing this because of that. Right. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. um, yeah. And they're both like, no, 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 no. Neither of us are doing this. It's it's like such a mess. The acting is strained. I would say yes. Um,
0: <laughs> well, okay, because here's the thing: writer is like breaking down
1: i mean but and, is he
0: but yeah that's like, the thing like <laughs> is he that because i don't know he,
1: he nearly squeaks out a tear it's nearly there yeah. um it's it feels like he's holding back a little bit i sure. think they should have let bruce jenner do a a couple more takes to really get it raw
0: <laughs> i i mean the problem that i have with this is that they gave us like and if we had watched it on TV, we got the content mm-hmm. warning at the top. We might have known the yeah. name already. I don't yes. need this. Like it feels yeah. like, the problem It is, feels
1: like writer's gonna do something Exactly.
0: Drastic. That's the thing. Yeah. Everything at this top half of the episode feels like it's leading to the second half, which I guess is good for Lee, because they're you know, there's something well, tonal look at there. That. Yeah,
1: um, it's sort of like tying the whole episode together like a single story. Whoa.
0: But the problem is that it is not good. And we're going to get to that in the second half. But, like, I I just... Um, it, It made me anxious. And I don't, like...
1: Well, listen. I might have a controversial opinion here. Because I am not completely upset at the fact that they decided to tell this story. And I don't think they told it with... A lot of pro. I, I, I think they they didn't do a terrible job telling it either. And this um,
0: writer's story specifically.
1: No, I mean the whole episode.
0: Okay. I.
1: Yeah, I know we're gonna have some discourse. That's exciting, isn't it? Isn't that exciting? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I feel there are whole episode is leading up to the second half also. Yeah. Um. So let's not get into it. Yeah. Uh, we see the Glee Club singing. Yes. to... Lord Tubbington next They're singing more than words um, Brittany and Sam are like the main uh, Singers, they're duetting With uh, Sam on, gut- on guitar mm-hmm. And then the Glee Club comes in With candles that they all light Yes Sort of like a weird vigil And um, then Brittany jumps down into the orchestra pit To go get closer to Lord Tubington, Who is in the audience on like a lit Raised cat bed
0: Yes well in the best part it's not like just like a normal cat bed. It's like a little couch. Like yes, it's great. It is a
1: very fancy cat bed. Yes. Um it's just like so weird to have the juxtaposition of like the Glee Club singing to a fucking cat. Like the the two shots together, um, it just feels like Glee is really leaning into like the Glee meme, yeah. which is good. Um, in well, a way.
0: The the part that's like really weird about it is that like I guess there are, like, some... Brittany is
1: so loving.
0: Yeah, well, but there are some looks between the people in the Glee Club, but not enough. There aren't enough looks of being like, what the fuck is going what on? What is
1: going on? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I think some of them are just used to this sort of thing. Yeah.
0: Uh. Well, plus, some of them are just probably happy to get the chance at all, honestly, because um, not a lot of them get to sing all the time. So, uh, anyway, yeah, they're singing Lord Tubington. We get a nice shot of Lord Tubington as well. So that's nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. And it's weird. Next it's, is yeah. Will coming out of his office mm-hmm. and going into... It's weird. I don't know why they decided to start the scene there. But it's Will like packing up to leave. And he goes to the locker room yep. where we see Shannon has set up like a Lady and the Tramp style dinner for them to share. Um,
0: yeah. No, it's... It, I mean... Yeah.
1: It, in the locker room. Yes,
0: <laughs> which, um, it's, it's it, really awkward. It feels sort
1: of out of, like, left field, but it's fine. <laughs> I I mean, and my biggest issue- She's like, yeah. oh, I set this up to be, like, one of our favorite movies. It's sort of weird how Will and Shannon don't talk for, like, I don't know, five months in universe, and then- bam, they are best friends again. Right.
0: See, okay. See, that's, uh, here's the thing about this scene. So it ends up, it's like a date, and Shannon is here to confess her love to Will because he was the first man Mm. that kissed her. And, like, that's really, like, we we talked about that when it happened. It wasn't cool. It's not chill. And it's really unfortunate that Shannon has gotten, like, like, essentially, they want us to believe that this character has, like, equated, like, being loved with Will in her mind, which is real Um. shit. But
1: yeah, there's there's that, and also just like, she's like, "Wow, thank you so much for like, right, make making your like putting your male gaze on me. Thank you so much. It's made me feel like a more full, better person."
0: <laughs> my skeleton <laughs> jumped out of my body when I had to watch the scene for a second time. Bye. I was just like, <laughs> "Stop!" Well, because so what happens here is
1: they're okay yeah without without all that like stuff there are some cute parts of the date no. they're like yes they they're eating pasta and will's like why worry about carbs when we're all gonna die yes. and i was like wow Will, same <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: well and um shannon reveals that she cooked the, the pasta in a the hot, hot tub. tub al
1: dente Yes, yes, bitch. Uh, Shannon then does the confessing. It's pretty gnarly because um, well, she's like she yeah. assumes that he's single, yes. and then he's like, "Listen, I'm not, and I was gonna tell you. See, okay. I did get back with Emma a week ago. It's like you haven't talked for a week. You're best friends. What the fuck? <laughs> See, that's
0: that's where I I because what ends up happening? She runs out crying, of course, because what else she's supposed to do? But um, I wrote Will is really good at making women cry because I squarely oh he loves it. I squarely place this on Will because it's. It seems like such a will move to not intentionally not tell Shannon because he likes yeah. the attention that Shannon gives him.
1: Like, yep, yeah. What yes. a scumbag! That's exactly what
0: happened. What yep. A, what a gross piece of garbage. Um, I <laughs> I did have another note though that um, Shannon has a moment where she's like, oh, this is really hard because she's trying to like tell Will. That she has feelings mm-hmm. for him, and she's like, I've punched a hippo in the face, and this is somehow harder. And I yeah. was like, That's amazing. Why don't we have that story? Like
1: <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, we don't because um Glee doesn't know how to write it, really.
0: Right. Of course. Also, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know how to write that story, but I think it sounds great. So yeah.
1: Shannon is um I don't know, she's like uh I don't like disarming bombs uh disar- disarming minds or something sure. in um like i don't know some place with hippos i mean and i would assume gets, somewhere in
0: africa i think that's where hippos yeah. live yeah makes sense
1: and uh she gets you know i i think she se- describes it as like a stampeding hippo or yes. something <laughs> um so uh hippo gets all aggro. And goes after Shannon, and she fucking punches it in the face because she's a badass.
0: And there's like some people behind her that she's protecting. I love it.
1: Yeah, there's like a there's like a group of refugees that she's ferrying <laughs> yes. from one side of this minefield to the other.
0: Oh my god, I I would I would watch that show honestly.
1: <laughs> Me um, too. <laughs> so... Shannon Beast is a beast, and the show would be called Lieutenant Beast.
0: Oh my god, something like that. Yeah. which, um, Yeah. It's, anyway. <laughs> so,
1: Ryder yeah. um text is texting the catfish. Yes. In the next scene, he very angrily. He's an angry boy now. Yes. Uh, how could you do this to me? And the catfish yeah. is like, "Well, I'm shy, and I didn't think you'd like me in person." And Ugh. um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Which, yeah. Yeah. So, Ry- Ryder ends the scene by demanding that they meet after school that day. Um, I
1: I know this sounds sort of weird, but, like, Ryder has said so many times when talking about Katie that, like, they've shared so much about themselves with each other and, like, their dreams and shit. Like, I just don't understand how he could not know who it is or... Yeah. <laughs> it, it just, like, how can you, like, tell someone a bunch of secrets about yourself and all of your dreams without like revealing who you are. If you are within like the immediate school vicinity. Yeah. Which,
0: which, okay. See, that's the thing is at this point in time, like this could be anyone, you know? Yeah. Like we don't know who it is. Like, so it could be that they don't even go to the school or something. We'll get more. He still
1: pictures Katie though.
0: I know, which is, (laughs) I guess it's just that way that actress gets more work or something or like,
1: just like writer's an idiot <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's probably it um but
1: because yeah. he he makes because he he's uh, is assuming that it's like uh he assumes a beautiful it's a woman Aryan goddess. One. yeah
0: exactly yeah.
1: like he, he keeps assuming that it's katie so he's like it shows later in the episode he's limiting his like sub- suspect pool very
0: yeah extremely yeah we'll, we'll get to that when we get there he <laughs> <laughs> which yeah but i mean one of the things i here's the thing i'm not like mm-hmm. i haven't been catfished i don't know a lot about catfishing i can understand oh, do, do you know the oh. do you
1: know the origin of the term because i do and it's sort of fun go for it uh a cat so when they send like a big tank of fish um still alive overseas like from where they got catched mm-hmm. to Catched, Jesus, caught, <laughs> um, and <laughs> and um, wherever they're going, uh, usually they don't just kill them and let them like lie there and rot because it's like it's just more cost effective to keep them alive and swimming because sure. the um, whatever I'm not sh- really sure why. Anyway, they put a catfish in the middle of these because it scares the fish and makes them move so oh. that their muscles don't die. Okay, um, by being packed in so tightly. But how uh, does that
0: translate to pretending to be something? Is it because the catfish is pretending to be one of the other fish? Like
1: It's because a catfish is like, I honestly, I'm not really sure, but that's definitely the origin of the term, because yeah. I watched the catfish movie. Oh, okay. Okay, well, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I've seen a few episodes of MTV's Catfish. Fuck, I love reality TV. I know some good reality TV, man. Holy shit. Because the premise of the show is that they take people to meet their catfish. Right. Which,
0: I, yeah, like, I mean, so. and I've seen some clips of that and stuff. So I can understand that, like, it, this seems like a genuine reaction to be upset that, like, you have being lied to. Oh, yeah. Which
1: seems... F- Absolutely.
0: But I do also, like, part of it is just that, I, I mean, again, it comes back to, I just don't really like Ryder, I think. I think Ryder's kind of yeah. full of himself. Um, yeah, so. he
1: really sort of is. I think he's just sort of pompous. Yeah. Uh, but, which, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think there's some times when he's not, but most of the time he's just sort of arrogant and annoying. Yeah. Um,
0: but we'll come back to this in just a minute. Uh, instead, we get another of the, quote, meteor transitions um, yeah. into Brittany, again with the oversaturation, same thing, um, because she's telling the Astronomy Club that the asteroid was actually a dead ladybug on her Pringles can telescope.
1: Yes. And she disbands the astronomy club yeah. because uh, she's obviously a failure as a leader. I didn't know that this was her club.
0: I did. Yeah. It, First time we've ever it's sort seen of it. Odd. Yeah. Like
1: Brit cuz like Brittany's done the sort of speech before where she's just like I am resigning from the glee club yes. or
0: <laughs> or I am resigning as school president or yeah, like all sorts of all sorts of very similar things. We just don't really see her do the thing beforehand.
1: No. Um, Then we get like a fun little half joke where stoner Brett is like, oh, come on. This is my community service. (laughs) (laughs) Which doesn't make any sense. No. And (laughs) then Becky and Brittany have a conversation where Becky tells Brittany that they should both never graduate. um, Yes. Because she's afraid to leave high school. And um, Brittany's cuz Becky is like I just don't see where I could go from here. Yeah. And Brittany says that they both have to leave and they just have to be really prepared to do it.
0: Yeah, which um here's so here's the thing. We're we're just about getting to the second half of the episode here. Yeah. Um so I would say like honestly we're going to have to talk about it a lot for a while. Um mm-hmm. but I wanted to point out before we get into it for real Um, I, the problem, one of the problems I have is that this first half of this episode, all of the decisions really feel like they were leading up to what's going to happen, which is the shooting. Um, because we have things like this weird, like gun esque transition. We have the writer getting like very emotional and very angry. We have the, like this little interaction with Becky and Brittany, um, Honestly, the first time I watched this, I thought Becky was going to be killed in the school shooting. Oh, sure. Because they're like setting this up as like this emotional scene. We also even have like the weird thing where Will is at school at night and we have like yeah. the weird shots of empty hallways and like kind of ominous feeling stuff. Like
1: Yeah, it's it's a very anxiety producing episode. Yeah. The filmmaking is done really deliberately, I think.
0: Yeah. No, and I, I think it is. Um, the merits of it, we can get into later, but I just wanted sure. to point out, like, the whole first half of this episode is all kind of, like, pushing.
1: Especially history. because of, like, especially the way it originally aired with, like, the content warning. Um, yeah. The content warning. Like, pe- I feel like people would know maybe the title of the episode, yeah, but. Maybe not. See, like, seeing that content warning could color the entire view- viewing experience. Yeah. Definitely. So, which is a good thing honestly because like a lot of these things could be triggering to someone who has yep like who needs that content warning you know yes um anyway shannon is with the new directions in the next scene um they are it's like a glee meeting and yeah they're
0: they're having a thank god the world isn't ending glee practice um, yes. because of Brittany's, you know, failed prediction or whatever. Um, and
1: Will goes to start them off with yes. a clap. Yeah. Um, and as the clap sound, the clap sound sort of, um, uh, to me, it just sort of like sounded like a really loud clap, but I got from the subtitles that there was a gunshot paired with it. Yep. It happens at pretty much the same time. Uh, and then there doesn't seem to be any sort of clear lockdown procedure, uh, they all just like hide. Well, I mean, um,
0: the the teachers seem to have some like training slash sense. guidelines, like because they have they, yeah. they
1: seem to have some sense at the very least.
0: Yeah, because they have Shannon is closing the doors. Will is getting everyone to like get up against the walls and turn off the lights and like move things around to like block the doors and stuff like that. So like it yeah. seems like I, I that is that is that it doesn't seem like there's a real um training for the students so much because especially in the hallway i just
1: know that like at every single school i attended like we did lockdown drills right pretty regularly like it wasn't something that happened um super often but they happened at least once a year yeah so
0: yeah and i think um yeah i mean i think that's part of it is like the a lot of my
1: experience is like universal though
0: i mean maggie i mean especially so. for people in america like probably i think is a pretty safe bet which is one of the reasons i want to yeah. like like we'll, we're gonna talk about this a lot but um the there's a lot of chaos outside of the classroom like there's a lot of yes. like shaky hand cam of people like running down the hallway and like like yes. especially in the glee room too like there's a lot of shaky hand cam of all these people like running around the room Trying to
1: get into, like, little nooks and things. Uh, There is a metronome in the middle of the floor, which, like, why?
0: It's, I mean, it's to increase the tension (laughs) of the scene. Yeah,
1: it's to make, it's to give the scene some mood. But I don't know why the metronome, there's no good reason for the metronome to just be in the middle of the floor. It's, like, some over-dramatics that I really wasn't about. Like, having this, like, metronome poised in the middle of the floor so that it can have a shot all to itself like as everyone stares at it like I don't know about that no it's Uh, yeah
0: that's it's really not necessary to be quite honest
1: and I think the metronome could have worked just fine as like a as like a because it's used throughout uh, all the scenes in the choir room uh, as like a under underlying tension sound element um I think it could have played that role just as well being on a shelf
0: yeah exactly like yeah
1: yeah um writer tries to talk a little bit and everyone shushes him mm-hmm. and then will does some talking nobody shushes him <laughs> uh <laughs> i was just like huh weird uh, <laughs> well and, i mean um, to be
0: fair Ryder is like we don't even know if that was a gunshot and then will is like Ryder. everyone start texting like which yeah was like
1: a tweet everyone tweet uh yeah. which I, I guess is a pretty good idea. Um I would like call nine one one if I had a phone. I, I think the um,
0: main reason and I think one of the reasons they don't is because um they're trying to keep them from actually like talking. To, like make that level yeah, of noise. Yeah, but like so, Will
1: is talking.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We also have a moment or two where like the door handles on the
1: doors of the choir room get jiggled. Oh, that 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 scared me. Yeah. Which, <laughs> uh, because yeah. it one doorknob rattles and then the next one does. Yeah. And just like fuck. <laughs> um, all these all the phones have the tap keyboard noises on.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is just like so unrealistic that it, it sort of angered me. Like sure. nobody fucking has those on ever. Right. Uh, except my, I don't know, like fifty year old mom. Right. Come on. Yeah. Um Sam gets up, he like he tries to, he like army crawls across the room and tries to get out of the door. Um Yes. Because Brit Brittany is in the bathroom. Um and they they like are like, Sam, no, no, sit down, sit down. And he sits behind the piano. Um, yes, and then Blaine's like, Tina's not here either. Then we see the shower running in the locker room with no one in there, and then we go to the girls' bathroom where we're in a like a security cam sort of angle, yeah, uh then we flash to Brittany standing on um one of the toilets. We see like her shoes standing on the rim um from underneath the stall, and then we see um Brittany. Um, the sh- sh- where she's in the middle of the shot, um, crying into the toilet bowl, and it's like really sad. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really like I. This is a very tension-filled, anxiety-inducing episode. Absolutely. Well, and um, this
0: specific sequence, especially, yes. is like the problem. And like I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to save it until we get like closer to the end. But like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are very emotional like very heavily weighted and this obviously because we see britney a couple times and we do see like the shot of britney's feet standing on the toilet underneath the stall a couple times too um because there's yes. a lot of cuts between different like locations and scenes yeah there's um,
1: like three main locations that we switch between for this entire sequence yeah. um the choir room the girls bathroom and eventually um Mar- uh, marley's mom in the kitchen kitchen yeah, yeah. What's, what's her name again? We did find um, out.
0: We did find out, but unfortunately I didn't write it down because I'm a bad person or at least if I did, I'm, I don't even know what I'm sure I was.
1: wrote it down, but it's like so deep in this notebook. I don't want to search for it right now. Um, but we do love her. Yes, of course. <laughs> because we, first we see Marley worried about her mom yep. uh, and trying to text her and being like, there's no out, like back way out of the kitchen. Um, then we flash to Marley's mom where she's trapped in the kitchen. Yep. Uh, there's like a pot boiling over on the stove and we see like some close-ups. It's very tense. Then we go back to the choir room where Kitty's like, no one would hurt your mom. Everyone loves you. And then Kit reveal Kit- Kitty reveals um, that she tampered with the Grease costumes yep. to Marley uh, and... Then we and we Brighter is in the corner with Unique and um he's like got it got his arm over her. I thought it was re- really sweet. Yeah. Um Yeah and, and then Kitty runs Sam over tries, there. Yeah. Yeah. Kitty runs over there and then Sam tries to get up again and get out of the room and Will and Shannon have to like physically restrain him. Yeah. Um this bit felt like a a bit much to me. Yeah, um, this
0: comes off very PSA y. Um, yeah, because they're... I don't
1: know if it's like Cord over Cord overstreet's like acting or just um like the choice to have this happen at all. Right. Um. Yeah.
0: Cause, yeah. Because Shannon is like, shut your mouth. Like everyone here is you're putting everyone here in danger because you're being an idiot or something. And like, yeah, all true. And they have but... like,
1: yeah, Will has like his hand over Sam's mouth, yes. and there's like some writhing as he tries to get out of their grip. It's, it's a, a lot. Wh- it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about this sequence as a whole, uh, cause it's, it's pretty much over now. Um, well, I mean, but we have, well, well this, this sure. like beginning part of it, yeah. this building of tension. Um, I think it's like, I thought it was a really, the thing that they did well, I think was the like very quick change yes. from just like a sort of normal glee club day to this, because like, I don't know. It feel it felt very realistic in a way, but also like really narratively compelling mm-hmm. to watch these characters in like their normal day, and have and have this happen to them. Um,
0: yeah. No, I think. Yeah. I think you're right. So I think, tell me your thoughts. Um. So here, I mean, I, I for this first part, that I I completely agree. I think that they did a really good job of showing, like you're saying, how fast things change and, like, especially how tense this type of situation is. And, like, honestly, I I think, minus the bit with Sam there there at the end, like, the teachers do, like, a really good job of, like, immediately jumping into action, which is, at least feels good. Um, And there's, like, a lot of, like, it, it there's a lot of buildup here. And the scene in the bathroom is, like, really really emotional oh, like so it's, it's
1: so heavy yeah i like heather morris does an amazing job yeah. um her acting in in that bathroom scene from start to finish like all the little parts is amazing um yeah i i sort of wish that um you know one thing that i did really like is like sort of the lingering um that that it, it feels like one long Yeah, like sequence for sure. There's not there's no big interruptions. It's not like a sort of Glee thing where we we get like a longer, like more subdued scene without extreme tonal change, which is what I expect from Glee.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that is one of the things that I will say is like in terms of tone, like. Like, like I, I already pointed out all of the things that lead up to this, but, like, mm-hmm. it, in my notes even, I have just, like, one big block for this entire, like, sequence of events, which normally I yes. split it up into, like, oh, we went here, and then we went here, and then we went there. But, like, the thing with this is, especially... You know, in terms of like cinematography for a tense scene, we do a lot of really quick shots in different places, and like we even have parts where we like zoom. Like, there's a bit where we're like real close up on Marley's mom's face as she's crying. Yeah. Like, there's a lot yes. of like really tense moments.
1: And there's also some like more handy cam stuff in the choir room, like sort of like nestling into these nooks to look at characters. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. Um.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: uh, so yeah, let's
0: break, then we the go outside yeah. to
1: see Tina yelling at Figgins, like the glee club's still in there. Like I have to go in there and find them. And he's like, not until the police give the all clear. Um, yeah. because kids are like filing into buses and stuff. Yep. Uh, so that that's good. It's glad. To, I'm glad to know Tina's okay. Yeah. And, um, then we go back to the choir room where Artie is doing, like, some filming. He's got his phone out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's like, does anyone have something to say? And Ryder tells his dad that he loves him. Okay. Uh, we find out about Marley's secret songs. She's got, like, a book of songs that she wrote hidden in a drawer. And um, Jake says that he loves Puck and his mom.
0: Yeah. Um, so they have more of this at the very end of the episode here's my thing right now for this these are mm-hmm. actors who are yeah. talking about fictionalized characters and yes. like the secrets and the parents of these fictional there are real people in real yes. life who have been through this type of situation and some of those people didn't make it out of those situations and like yeah i think this is a disservice to those people because honestly like I mean, I, and I know, and that's the thing about this whole thing for me, is, like, mm-hmm. I understand what Glee is trying to do here. Um, but I don't think, like, I don't know. I think I want to save it, mostly, because, like like I okay. said, there's another scene at the end where they do this again. And it's just, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, we
1: can talk about it there. I mean, I definitely, like, I have in my notes, after Ryder tells his dad he loves him, I was like, okay. Because there's not a lot of emotional resonance. Right um in in a way like it's sort of a disservice to us as the as the viewer who wants like a really a punchy emotional moment here it doesn't really feel like that yeah um
0: right cuz i mean like, I guess we've had a couple moments where people have like told secrets and stuff. And like Marley was worried about her mom, which are more emotionally resonant. And this is just, yeah. this feels very exploitative. I think is my biggest concern is that like, it's using mm-hmm. this like phone camera. It's, it's done in like the video style of we've, we shot this on a phone. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. It just feels very much like they are not necessarily representing what they're trying to show, but more mm-hmm. using it to try to evoke an emotional response in the viewer, which hmm. I don't know. Like that's, that's my feeling about that specific thing that they're doing there. So
1: sure. Uh, so we go to the girl's bathroom next. We get a shot of Brittany um, as footsteps yes. are sounding in um, the bathroom. It isn't, an, it is very tense. Yes. And Heather Morris, Brittany goes through like a, an emotional progression when she's hearing these steps, like panic, panic, and then she sort of like resigns herself. It seems yeah. it is like it's intense. Yeah, like,
0: it's. I mean, so the the main thing is we kind of get a shot where we can see through the crack between the door and the like wall of the stall. And yeah, we can see through it, someone come through, but it's someone wearing a vest, so we know it's Will. Like, yeah, which um, yeah.
1: there. I sort of wish that wasn't there because other like. If it wasn't there, then it's just when Brittany feels that relief, we feel that relief. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because Brittany... Um, Will breaks the silence by saying Brittany, and she, like, breathes out such a sigh of relief. Like, it's huge. Um, She's so excited to know that it's Mr. Shoe. I thought... Man, I thought Heather Morris was, like, so good. Yeah, that's fair. In that scene. um, There were other kids in the stalls, too. They just, like pop their little heads out
0: yep um (laughs) Uh, yeah and then when will yeah
1: they hug it's there's a lot of hugging
0: yes um so then we cut back to the choir room where Ryder has decided that he wants to call katie um
1: Uh, also he like traveled across the room yes he like is like i don't want to sit with unique and kitty anymore and he like goes to the other side of the room to sit with marley and jake and everyone's like stop moving
0: which, um, I mean, okay, see, that's another part, is that they're kind of, like, shoehorning in this plot here, where I'm like, yeah. okay, in a real-life situation, no one is fucking moving. Like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> An- like, no one is, like, he's... It it doesn't really make sense yeah. for... <laughs> for Because, and this first part is so filled with tension. Right. And it's like, writers like, oh, we, you know... Nothing bad has happened.
0: Right, exactly. I can focus
1: on me now.
0: <laughs> yeah, which so he he decides to call. He's putting
1: everyone in danger. It's fucking really stupid. Yeah. Um, and go for it. Because he, he's like, I'm gonna uh fi- like figure out where Katie is. I I I'm worried about her because I do care about her. So I'm gonna call her on my phone. Which okay, and, but like um,
0: again. He doesn't know if she goes to this school or not. Like I mean, I guess maybe they established it. Like when they texted and like Katie, quotes, apologized for being yeah, a liar. That I do
1: go to your school yeah. and something, something, but, something. And Yeah. Yeah. So so he calls Katie. Yes. Um, and a phone rings in the choir room. Yes. That I mean I don't know if like they needed to, they wanted to have this kind of scene where writers, like, group of subjects, suspects, I mean, gets, um, like, a lot Smaller. shorter. Yeah. Um, But it's, like, it's not a good choice. No. <laughs> I think no. to, like, put in the middle of this, like, very real-world uh, referencing, extremely terrifying situation. Yes. It is, it's not... It's not a good choice. No.
0: Yeah. And that's like, I mean... And every...
1: You know. Like, uh, somebody's like, turn that phone off. Turn that phone off. Because it just seems like a phone is ringing in there. And Jake's like, fucking hang up the phone, dude. Yes. And when he hangs up the phone, it, the ringing stops. Yes.
0: Yes um because we yeah we really needed the confirmation so
1: (laughs) we really fucking did i guess
0: will britney and these random people who else in the bathroom um are getting back into this choir room um a swat team person but like the swat
1: person the swat person gestures from them off the side of the screen without us seeing them first
0: yes um
1: so like will and these kids like look up terrified yes, and like for a second my heart leaped out of my chest i was like holy no right Brittany. yeah (laughs) um and no it's just a swat guy Uh, which i guess was a testament to glee's artistic choice yeah i suppose yeah um if, if if artistic merit comes from eliciting emotion in the viewer they did a good job there i guess for me um yeah, I... so unique and Kitty yeah. are cuddling in the side of the room yes. when we go back in there. I just, I just wanted to say that it's because it's really cute.
0: Once they get back into the room, almost immediately after that, someone from the SWAT team calls the all clear. Um, yes. So then everyone like gets up and they're all they all do a big group hug where they're all crying and Will tells them he loves hugging. them. It like the random people get in on the hugging too, which makes sense. They've all been through a big traumatic event, like.
1: Yes, yep. um Brittany and Sam reuniting is really sweet. Uh Yeah. and yeah, hugs all around. Big group hug. Shannon's like, "You all did great." Um yeah. which is yeah, I thought that was sweet. Next we go to uh there must have been like a commercial break or something and the next act starts with Figgins locker search. He's searching through lockers. Um there's a ca- there's cameras being installed and there's metal detectors. Um being put into the school
0: yep um
1: do we do you want to talk about like the end of the like whole uh, like shooting after shooting experience afternoon what what do you think um should we just move forward until we get to the conclusion of the plot line and then talk about it
0: um you mean like the full thing all of it I, yeah i'm I, where we where we I f- find out I, everything i say we just wait until well, because, okay. well, I mean, because, yeah, so we have the scene where Figgins, the police are doing their thing. Um, so then Sue, we get a shot of Sue going through the metal detector and then she arrives at the teacher's lounge with donuts. Um, yeah.
1: She brought donuts to lighten the mood. Yes. Um, but Will is brooding. Yes. Uh, by And looking out the window. Uh, very sort of Jack Donaghy kind of like, oh, kind of vibe there. Um, and Sue's just like oh this is an overreaction what if it wasn't even a gun and both shannon and will are like what right (laughs) shut up
0: (laughs) yeah um yeah like essentially sue seems very blase about the situation um and then shannon and will talk about some of the logistics that are happening in regards to like the students all getting interviewed and the like you know what would the aftermath of like the gun where it would be and all that type of stuff and then sue kind of latches onto that whole all the students are getting interviewed and then after she con- well it's well, and
1: it's also like they're like yeah whoever has that gun like it's gonna get it's gonna get expelled yeah um and sue's just like well no student is gonna be expelled right and they ask why and then sue says it was my gun and then she leaves um, yeah. because Sue loves a dramatic exit, right? Which, and, <laughs> yeah. And then we go to Sue and Figgins having a chat in Figgins' office. Uh, I titled it "The Merits of Armed Teachers" and how we can't get into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I put "armed teachers" question mark. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't think there's any value in armed teachers at all. Um, yep. No, even though yeah. Sue like. Sue's speech here definitely sort of feels like a glee preach sesh. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's part it of it. It has that overtone absolutely. Yeah,
0: cuz Sue recaps like our societal climate,
1: our status quo. Yeah,
0: because she she lists off the, you know, typical usual suspects like mental health lack of mental health treatment, overworked parents who can't keep track of their kids or whatever um and then like gun yahoos who claimed that obama's gonna come take all our guns and it's like
1: and growing arsenals yeah um yeah which and then sue's like that's why i feel more safe having a gun which i i mean i guess is an argument to make uh, Well, I,
0: I wrote down that glee pretends to have a debate kind of yes, like exactly <laughs> i mean so here's the thing sue claims that the gun went off when she was cleaning the gun um, the
1: gun's name is Uma Thurman.
0: Yes, and that's the big thing about this scene is it doesn't feel real. Like,
1: no, it feels like a total lie. Yes, uh, where we do get flashes of like a safe in Sue's office, yeah, but it's not um you as shot by shot depicted as it usually is in Glee. It's sort of like cut um sort of s- sporadically. Yep, and uh, I mean first off, guns. T- don't go off while you're cleaning them. If you know proper gun safety. Yes. And, uh, she's like, Oh, and then it dropped. And that's when the second shot fired guns. Don't just fire when they're dropped. Like that's a total movie magic lie. Right. Uh, that's not how guns work.
0: And, and also like knowing the character of Sue, like there's no way she she
1: were to have a gun in her office. Like she wouldn't just like, yeah, It, it doesn't make sense. Right. It's obviously a lie. Um, and she's like, I just covered it up in a panic. I moved some protein powder and some posters to hide everything. And um, she, she, she also...
0: Then, well, yeah, go for it.
1: Well, she then goes into like bragging a bit about her like legacy, um, which is then twisted at the end when she's like, this is what I'll be remembered for. This will be in my obituary or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I want to ask about is the lesbian secretary of state. she yeah says that she taught who is that i who is it
0: i don't know i assumed it was a secretary of state from a different country
1: well (laughs) (laughs) i was see i was gonna have us go down like the list of secretaries of state sure we
0: can do that too
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean Um, the
0: the big takeaway that i had from the scene is that jane lynch isn't on the show anymore um,
1: yeah that's definitely what it feels like <laughs> yeah, like Jane uh... Lynch is making her
0: exit and they they decided to do this to make but her there's, exit
1: there's an like implied firing it's never it's yeah, never explicit that's true because Figgins is just like you know I'm gonna have to talk to the board and there are zero tolerance policy policies in place yeah and so it's just like yes I'm aware and uh, it's such a fucking glee move to like have this sort of scene without like a finality you're fired or you like anything like that. It's just sort of annoying to me. Um, yep. Yeah. Now we're going to go to multiple debriefs across our, our cavalcade of characters. First is Blaine and Tina who both cry and hug.
0: Yeah. We also, Uh, we also see Marley and Kitty hugging in the background of this scene. Um, yeah, but the, So I wrote down, there's one line from this conversation. Um, The most important thing is that no one got hurt. And also that we're a family. Like, that part is not part of the quote. The important thing that no one got hurt is a legit quote. Um, Yeah. And my, I mean, just support. Like, people in real life do get hurt, though, is the thing. Yeah. So I don't, (laughs) I'm just pointing that out until we get to the end. Did you, so?
1: Did you want that to be like what Glee had done? No,
0: and that's the that's the real crux of this is I don't think there is a good way for to do to do it. So, yeah.
1: Well, let let's save it. Maybe we should talk. Maybe we should debrief before we get into all these characters talking to each other. Like, was it a good choice for Glee to have done this? Is depicting a school shooting like? Well, po- so- like like a like good choice for storytelling. It's definitely compelling, but is it like helpful? See, that's to yeah. to the movement to get it to stop. See, that's I.
0: Uh, I already point out that like I feel like it comes off as exploitative, where it yeah. seems like they're kind with of with the filming. Yes, especially like just in in context that this happened mm-hmm. four months after Sandy Hook, and that like. And here's the big issue is, like, after watching this episode, I was of two minds. There's part of me mm-hmm. that's angry that Glee thought that it could do this. And then there's sure. part of me that's angry that it's 2019 and that this is still relevant.
1: Yeah. Cause, it's still, like, extremely relevant. Yeah. Yes. So. Which is, I I don't think it's inherently negative for this to be, like, so visible. No, and that's
0: and and,
1: and it's not like the episode is done like too poorly. There are bad choices made (laughs) when it was happening, yes. Like the filming, uh, to to like promote character growth or something, like for everyone. Um, and the um, the like writer, Katie catfishing storyline creep in, both bad, yes, for sure. Um, but I I think like they made it. Be in this context on purpose. Like, they saw... They, they knew about Sandy Hook. Right. They, Glee does have a history of commenting on current events. Yep. Whatever it may be. um, And they've done a really bad job before addressing <laughs> these current events. Yeah. I don't think this one is... I, I really appreciate the, like, artistry that went into, like, a lot of the filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, not so much some of the writing and like story choices, but like it's not like they treated this like a joke.
0: Yeah, no, and I think, I think you're right. Um, and I also agree that like that's that's the problem is I'm like I I understand where they're coming from when they were like we want to make this episode this way. Yeah. Um, but my issue is that that definitely feels like a very Hollywood take on
1: yes, this issue. Yes, it, it, it sort of does because Glee can't really remove all of its polish. Right. Like, they, they can't get down to, like, this like, sort of raw feeling that I think this kind of story needs um, because they just have never been able to manage it. Right, and, like... Glee has, like, this sort of veneer on it all the time. Yeah,
0: and also on top of it, like, this show is a whole bunch of things, but it sure isn't, like... An emotional drama at its core Like Yeah it, and
1: I, th- yeah. I think it wishes it was But it's really not Right
0: And like That I guess that's part of why Again it kind of Takes on that role Where I'm like Oh Because like Even as you pointed out It feels like In the story One We have a couple other stories That are kind of like Spliced in here That don't really feel <laughs> <laughs> Great Um, But also It seems to be mostly For character growth like it seems to be mostly for oh we're going to like you know mend all these bridges between all these characters that have bad blood or whatever it, like
1: well it makes that does make sense as like a very stressful situation that all these characters are going through and like yeah i i still think it's sort of a le- it's a legitimate artistic choice to make in the climate that they were making the episode and still now like it's a thing that happens to people and if it's more visible and like more apparent, yeah. It, could that, is that a bad thing?
0: I mean, no. It just
1: again, it kind of there are, but it is disrespectful. Yeah, and in in, in certain ways, absolutely. Yeah, it's just I think it could have been a lot more disrespectful. Oh, that's true,
0: uh, <laughs> um, but again, <laughs> I don't like rewarding glee for not being worse than it is because like, <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I
1: and yeah, I agree. I think. Part of the- and they had oh, yeah. they had the content warning. I think yeah. that's important to mention as well. Like they knew that they were dealing with some heavy subject matter, and dealing with heavy subject matter isn't like. It Glee has done it before. Yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, it's just I I guess yeah the.
0: I had a thought, but then I laughed and I sure. forgot. Um.
1: Well, uh, maybe we should just keep going. Yeah, let's do it for now. And unless, like, do you have any final thoughts on this, um, on the school shooting discourse? Mm, I mean, other than we should, yeah, I'll, eliminate I'll, all guns from everywhere. Well, I guess and okay. Well, that killing is unnecessary. That that
0: reminds me. I think um, it kind of goes back to some of the other times that Glee is han- like had tried to handle some of these like really mm. hot irons, um, yeah, which is that. I don't think they're really, um, I I think part of it is Glee seems to think it has this like national spotlight, which in some sense it does, but a lot of the Mm -hmm. viewing audience of Glee is already aware of a lot of the things it's trying to deal with. At least from what I can tell, Um, like, like you were saying, as a student, you went through a lot of lockdown drills. We all, yeah, because we we grew up in America, since Columbine it's become a thing. Like, it's just a thing that happens, yeah. which is really fucked up. But it's one of those... It, it yeah.
1: really... Yes, it is. <laughs> and, like,
0: if you're trying to appeal to, like, teenagers... Yeah, teenagers are aware of how fucked up the situation is. Like...
1: Yeah. I, I don't... I, like... T- yeah. Teenagers know what they're getting into when they go to school. Which... Because it's not like it's Unpresent in our It wasn't Unpresent in my life Lockdown drills Happened And like I knew that school shootings Were happening Because they're on the news And it's like Oh well I still have to go To high school
0: Yeah Yeah (laughs) So (laughs) It's just Again it kind of feels Like one of those things Where it's like Yes Glee We understand that Homophobia exists Like (laughs) But like I, I mean Just like What is it trying to do like the messages mm-hmm. that come out of this episode, I'm not sure I fully agree with, but we haven't gotten Especially quite there. Especially with like
1: so. with the conclusion yes. of this storyline. So let's continue, yes. um, because we can talk about it some more. So Blaine is debriefing with Tina. Yep. They both cry and they decide they're like, "Oh, we're we're found family. Yes. Ah, I love you. Let's hug and cry and hold hands." Yes. And then uh, Kitty it, writer is like. I guess, trying to Cinderella this shit. Right. And goes up to Kitty and is like, you did it. And we just see Kitty saying, I didn't catfish you. Why would I want to catfish you? You're terrible. Yes. And um, as she walks away, Ryder's like, but it's perfect. Kitty sounds almost like Katie. Oh, my God.
0: That... (laughs) Yeah.
1: And Jake's just like, you're an
0: idiot. Yeah, which writer does list down his <laughs> subjects here. He says, it couldn't be Brittany because she's dating Sam. It wasn't Unique's ringtone. And Sugar and Tina weren't there. So obviously, there's what no a fucking one fucking idiot. Like, yeah. Yeah. So- he-
1: um. Yeah, he's an idiot, and Jake is like, you don't know who it is. It could be the bowl cut bass player. Right. It could be Brad the piano man. Yes. <laughs> and um, I was just, at this point. I was like, what about Guitar Boy? Right. Though. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> they seem to have a real spark. Um,
1: and he's blonde. That's like true. maybe. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Um. But
1: man, I I wish that's how that storyline ended. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Um, it's really not. Yeah. So uh damn it yeah so writer tells us that he is going to meet with quote katie later that day so cool
1: <laughs> we're gonna meet up at 3 p.m yeah and jake's just like good luck with that which isn't
0: the only time someone says that um so <laughs> then we get to will shows shannon the e-sympathy profile that he made for her yeah um <laughs>
1: A dating profile online. Yeah. Uh, this is another like debrief between two characters yeah. where they're like, we're friends and I love you. And, and you did. Shannon's like, a oh, good do, job. P- do people really yeah. meet, e- meet each other online? And Will's like, yeah. Well, And then um, the, the, there's a Ken Tanaka
0: drop. <laughs> yeah, the joke at the end is pretty funny where he's like, oh, you already son. a match. He lives in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ken Tanaka, and then both of them just kind of share a look. It's <laughs> like that. Yeah yeah and
1: then i thought it was cute
0: <laughs> yeah and then um we get to sam and britney's debrief they're talking in the middle of the hallway um i had a note that apparently lord Tubington was sending yes. sam harassing sending emails
1: her- harassment emails ah! and britney's like don't worry i turned off his email so we'll stop um and then Sam's just like, because we got fake married, I want to start a fake family with you. Oh my god. And Brittany's like, you got me a fake baby? <laughs> and then Sam's like, sort of. And he pulls a cat out of a bag. Yes. That's on the ground. And this cat, oh my god. Um, He's like, I picked out the fattest one at the shelter so that Lord Tubbington wouldn't feel bad. I named her Lady Tubbington. And this cat is, like, upset. Yeah. Well, and the best
0: part is there's definitely, like... I, I know you sent me the Snapchat video, but, like, there's definitely some <laughs> audio engineering where they added more, like, hissing cat noises on top of <laughs> it, and it's very good. Like, yeah. It's
1: really fucking good. Um, and Brittany is like, how long was she in that bag? And it seems like a while.
0: Yeah. there There is some timeline stuff that's weird here. I'm assuming that this has to be, like, the next day or so, but...
1: I don't know. There's, like, some dialogue that sort of... Well, because... It's like, it, it was a few days ago. Because
0: Su- when Susan uh, Figgins's office, it seems to be that it was a few days ago. And I guess later in this day, she does run into Ryder waiting for Katie while she's, yeah. like, leaving the school with her stuff. So maybe it is a couple days later. But, like, does that mean, I mean, I guess.
1: It's it's really not defined. Yeah. Like it, I would assume the school would be shut down. Well, they did. Well, for at least a day in
0: the um, in the teachers' lounge. It sounds like it was the next day because Shannon had a comment about how only half of the students were even at school that day. So,
1: yeah, it's odd. Yeah, none of it is really laid out well. That's. A point down yeah. there, Lee.
0: The the scene. Will is here to interrogate yes. Sue because he has a sense. He his spidey sense is tingling. She's lying <laughs> about what she did. And so then we see the scene of what actually happened on that yeah, day. Sue
1: has a flashback. Yeah. Um It turns out that Becky had gone to Sue uh and she has the gun. Yes. She uh it, like it seems really upset and is telling Sue that she needs to be prepared for when she leaves for school. And she didn't know how to prepare herself and then like shows the gun and is like, please help me. Yes. And Sue is just like, Oh, let me take that from you. Yes. Um, you know, everything's going to be okay. Just give me that gun. Um, and we find out that it like Becky's dad had it. Yep. Um, which is why she has it. Um, then we get we flash back to the Sue and Will conversation and Will's like just give me anything uh let me help you and um then we go back and we see that when Sue was going to um like sort of get the gun from Becky uh a shot was fired mm-hmm. it's not really um sue then jumps back and another shot is fired as well yes um,
0: um but yeah.
1: but it's clear that Becky wasn't like aiming to shoot her right I I hope that's not what I implied no but um, the
0: problem is the episode doesn't do a good job of implying it either like no <laughs> but the implication obviously is that sue didn't get shot I guess mm-hmm. but it didn't seem like it, it it's very clear that Becky is not does not have any kind of like malicious intent
1: intent. It, she's afraid yes. um, to have this thing, which so it doesn't make sense. Yeah. a little that she would have it. It seems a little exploitative yep. of people with Downs for this to happen. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's honestly not great no. overall, and it really colors the entire episode for me. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah, and Sue closes out the scene with Will. Uh, by saying, keep an eye on Becky, and leaves. Yep. And as she leaves, she says, thanks, buddy.
0: Yeah, which, again, this is Jane Lynch's exit from the show, I believe, so...
1: Well, it seems that, like that, but I don't think that's the case.
0: Okay, well, um, we move to the next scene, where Ryder is in the hallway. It's time for the meeting. Um,
1: Did you not have any other notes that you wanted to say about not
0: right now that. i'm just gonna save it okay. for the end um cool yeah
1: uh so yeah we see writer in the hallway uh with, like texting or something and sue comes by and is like what are you doing <laughs> and there's sort of a moment where like writer is like looking at sue like oh no yeah <laughs> well because we find out there's um, a
0: mandatory assembly um yes that like and apparently glee club is blowing it off but there is a very there's a moment where writers like oh no kitty is sue <laughs> or not kitty katie is sue but
1: <laughs> that'd be a good conclusion to this catfish story what it though um <laughs> what it I, th- I would think it would be funny no maybe not it's very dark it's dark humor sorry yeah um and uh, Sue's just like, well, good luck with that. <laughs> and, and leaves. Yes. Because um, Ryder's waiting for Katie, obviously. And then we go to the secret Glee Club meeting where we see them all singing uh, Say, which is the Say What You Need to Say song. Yeah. Uh, Blaine's on lead. There's new people on each verse to sing along with him. They're sitting on some cool ass hexagon stairs. Yes. Um,
0: yeah. Like... On the
1: stage. And yeah. Sam's playing the guitar.
0: Yep, um, and that's mostly it. Um, Ryder ends up ditching the supposed yeah. meeting.
1: he like runs in a full sprint to get to the end of the song. Yes. I guess he had, his spidey senses were tingling. Yes, <laughs> or they are sense eight, and he he knew they were singing the whole time. Well, um, and also then there's some more hugging at the end. Yeah. Lots and lots of hugging. And then we see the end of Artie's video.
0: Yes, which is more of the characters um, saying goodbyes to loved ones, which is, again, like I already said my piece on that the first time. Yeah. Um, Ending the episode with it is even more so, in my opinion, exploitative in the sense just that like there are real people and there's a lot of real pain in the world. And especially like one of the big things too – um and this is more about the context of this again is that like like i was saying this came out four months after sandy hook there was a big controversy Mm -hmm. where one of the like very like you know one of the more high profile like parents of people like of children who died in the in the sandy hook like had a statement like where he went on cnn and was like hey like it's not like Glee, it's not that Glee couldn't have done this, they shouldn't have done this, but like there are people in our town who were Glee fans, and then this happened, and yeah. like it was not like even with like their small content warning, like this is just not okay. Like we needed more mm-hmm. heads up or warning or anything to like, yeah. yeah. So
1: there, I, I, I like under want to like sim, I sympathize with that yeah. for sure, but. And Glee just doesn't really know what the exact right amount of time is um, to address things. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, when when is it still relevant while being, like, respectful? Uh, they don't know. Yeah. And, like, I don't really know either, but I also didn't make this television show. Right. You know?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: um, so, some of the things in the Artie video, there is one joke that I liked. Sure. Where we see Sam being like listen there's a cat in my backpack. Yeah. She's in my locker. Please feed her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I just feel bad for Lady Tubington. Also, like there was a cat on screen so I was excited. Oh no. <laughs> I'm just a big nerd. No, that's fine. No.
0: And again, I think you're right in that like cuz that that is how the episode ends. So like I think you're right in that there is and and again it goes back to kind of like my thing about the being of two minds on this episode. There is merit mm-hmm. in showing this and like it, it is very emotional. Like it provide yeah. it produces an emotional response. But I yes. I don't know if I agree.
1: That doesn't mean it's good.
0: Exactly. Also that's...
1: just like producing an emotional response is I mean it's something. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but it doesn't mean you did a, did a good thing. Right.
0: So that's and that's the thing is I think That like, for me, it was kind of like, they did it because they knew it would evoke, an like, I, I feel like the intent, like, if you look at some of the stuff, especially like I mostly I got a lot of the information about the episode from the Wikipedia page sure mm-hmm. um but there's a lot of stuff about like how like ryan murphy thinks it's like one of the most emotional episodes of glee and like no and things like that no. where i'm like okay like i'm sorry but that's one of the reasons i look very down upon this episode is it feels like there's mm. a lot of intent going in that wasn't necessarily educational or like I, I don't know. And that's, again, goes back to. Well, there, I know what I there want.
1: is that Sue speech. Right. Um, but it's. When they're talking about yeah. armed teachers. Right. But
0: again, uh, it feels like a pretend debate that Glee is having where nothing really gets resolved or addressed. Like, Sue just mm-hmm. says some stuff. And, like.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, this is a typical, like, Glee, hard hitting emotional episode or, like, what they try to do where it's like. Look at all how, like, all these characters are connected. Right. They're, like, they literally say it within the episode that this is, like, a found family yes. that is going through this together. And that's, like, what, what we're supposed to take from this episode. Right. Um, but over, like, all in all, it is kind of slipshod because it's Glee. Right. Like, Yeah, and like... <laughs> I think it's also, like, the this episode is sort of at fault with its context as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it can't be a perfect... It, Glee could never have done this like super well because it's Glee. Right. Like it, it carries a lot of like negative connotation just by being the show. Yes, it
0: it has a lot of baggage. We're in season they, four, the, like, the, and like
1: the the baggage is so fucking apparent. They like serenade a cat, and that's because <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. See, and
0: that's that's one of the other issues I have is that like. Even with Tolerant. yeah even with like the stuff I talked about where like the first act leads into the second act, there's also a very jarring difference. like like we even <laughs> yes. we even split our episode a little bit. We even like let people know that like the first half and the second half are gonna be drastically <laughs> different because they were and like that's not how good like that's not how good stories no. are. <laughs> like yeah.
1: should we address the like lack of musical numbers in this episode and the choice? That they made with it? Um, like.
0: See, that's okay. Do you
1: want to do that in the podcast business? Yeah, let's
0: go to the podcast business. I don't have a song for the podcast business this week.
1: Neither do I. And and metaphors, metaphors are, are important. important. Gold stars are important. Because, because gold stars, stars are, are a metaphor, metaphor for, for me being, being a star. star.
0: So, as per usual, we have our podcast business. Um, we have gold stars, best numbers, and ratings. Um, I originally yeah. was going to abstain from gold stars and best numbers because I don't feel like this episode really deserves them. But mm-hmm. I have picked a couple so that way like i don't know i feel like i feel like you're right we should give this episode a little bit more like we we should at least try to treat it as if it were a glee episode <laughs> i think yeah um cuz it is yeah you know yeah
1: um it's it's not really i mean it's still a glee episode at its heart yeah. because um like it's it's not an after school special right. we are we know these characters you know yeah. they um, sing to a cat so, so- yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm choosing Brittany for
0: your gold star as
1: my gold star this week yep uh, because I liked her weird asteroid thing at the beginning yes. um it confirms that she's an alien and I you know out of the many things that also confirm she's an alien Heather Morris's performance during the the, uh, the afternoon sequence mm-hmm. is amazing like it's so good yeah I um I thought she'd just shined yeah. like a golden star
0: yeah um, I picked Sue and the main reason one, I am fairly confident Jane Lynch is out. but also, um, I do really appreciate the like it's very obvious that she cares for Becky yeah and this
1: she loves Becky. the
0: scene where she's trying to talk down Becky is really heartbreaking um i don't know if Glee earns that in any way whatsoever especially considering all of the context like and we talked about it a little bit but um Mm -hmm. i think that sue's character outside of like the teacher's scene the the scene in the teacher's lounge and then some of the fig and stuff is also not great but like i think that the idea that we would have a teacher who's so willing to like, lay everything down to protect a student yeah. is really and even, admirable.
1: And with, like, Sue's, um, like, donut scene in the teacher's lounge, yeah. I I do sort of like that performance also. Yeah. Like, where Sue does, like, an extreme about face when she realizes the true consequences of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. So that's that's why I picked her. Um. How about best number, Maggie? What are our...
1: so we only have we only have three yeah. this episode. We have your song, which is the serenade to, quote unquote, Katie Marissa.
0: She has asked, and
1: <laughs> <laughs> Marissa. Well, Ryder thought he was singing to Katie. Right. Does that change it a little bit? Yeah. Then we've got the song to Lord Tavington, yep. more than words, yep. and finally say at the end of the episode. Yep, just the three.
0: Yeah. What? What? What's your pick, Maggie?
1: Probably more than words. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I also put down more than words, mostly because they sing it to a cat. Um,
1: yeah, they sing it to a cat, and like the candles. Yes. The candle lighting is weird, <laughs> but it's like something that's interesting. Yeah, they're not. They're doing something something different, I guess. Yeah.
0: No. Mm. Um. Okay, Maggie. Let's get to the last piece. Okay. Let's get to the rating. Yeah.
1: This is the big one. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna give this episode four slushies out of five. Yeah. I think, because I think there are some redeeming elements, but overall, and like, I'm not, I'm not sure if it was like a misstep up subject matter wise, but there were like too many mistakes made mm-hmm. to, to do the episode they, the way they did.
0: Yeah, um, I'm giving it the full five out of five slushies.
1: Full five. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Because let it let it just rain over us so much slushy
0: i I mean i've covered a lot of my issues with the episode um
1: i want to hear all of them
0: well and so okay so going back it feel the the subject matter feels exploitative um the second one of the things i haven't really touched on um we talked about these three numbers that they did they did your song more than words and say what you need to say um Mm -hmm. i have some issues with this idea that like they kind of, it feels like the moral at the end of this, we we do have the found family stuff, which is nice. But yeah. the other moral seems to be a more YOLO-esque type of thing. <laughs> yes. And I think that's not great, um, especially in context of like real life. And yeah. especially since they're trying to deal with a real life subject matter, like telling people like, oh, you know, everything's going to be okay. That's not true. Like... <laughs>
1: I don't know if it would have felt, like, too rushed to have, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, more conclusive, like, anti-gun message right. at the end. Like,
0: yeah, because they have, <laughs> like, like there's this mandatory assembly going on where I'm sure they're giving some kind of, like...
1: Do do I just want my propaganda included? Is that well, it? Is it? Do I just want Glita to, like, tell me my politics? I mean,
0: here's the thing. What are they doing is my question. Like, mm. what's the point? What are they doing? Are they just trying to, like, shine a light on this? I
1: think, yeah, I think it's, like, one thing that they could have been doing is showing, like, the intense fear yeah. that a student would experience right. in this situation. Which I think is a valuable thing to show. Yeah. Um, the... it Like, yeah. for, like, gun control as a message.
0: Um, the, the issue that i have here and like i mean yeah. i don't know if this is fair or not but again okay if the point is like this is the show glee it's obviously mm-hmm. like it, it like we've talked about it's touched on other heavy subjects before and a lot of the time it comes off with the very like liberal message of we all need to love each other like homophobia is yes, bad
1: music will bring us together right
0: and Here's the thing. Transphobia is bad. Here, here's the thing. I don't disagree with any of that, obviously. But the problem is, yes. like, if you're saying that this is proving, like, is, is trying to show some kind of, like, anti-gun message, I don't know who this is convincing that isn't already convinced. Like, yeah. like it's if, you, if you're trying to say this is trying to reach, like, people who are, like, pro-guns and, like, pro-armed teachers and stuff, those people will be like, that's just liberal propaganda, even though they don't even say anything that's, like explicitly like guns are bad and like and that's the thing if if you're gonna be because
1: they're yeah yeah, because their anti-gun argument includes sue having a gun right
0: which which and that and that's so like weird and convoluted and doesn't make sense like because like none of that even like clicks with what's going on and i guess it's just Mm -hmm. my big thing
1: well it was a lie also like that's why it didn't make sense Is because like sue was lying So,
0: but it's just, it's one of those things where like, like we've talked about Glee has a lot of baggage and I could understand if this was like, I don't know, maybe that's why Ryan Murphy got into like those anthology type of things. Cause he figured it'd be mm-hmm. easier to like trick people into watching like cult or whatever, oh. instead of having to, Oh
1: no. Absolutely. Like, Devin has said this to me before. When I've started watching something by Ryan Murphy, they're like, listen, the first season's gonna be good, but the next one's gonna be garbage. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if he makes it there. You know, he. <laughs> I, th- I think Ryan Murphy is really good at, like, pitching an idea. Yeah. And because we loved the pilot, right. right? We thought it was good. And the first season overall is pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um, and notably, the first season doesn't touch on very many really um, like heavy-handed no. political topics, like
1: unless unless you count um, the Acapellas. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and sort of the atrocity that they committed as becoming a band. Um,
0: yeah, no, that's fair. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, um, <laughs> but no, it's just but
1: yeah. Ryan Ryan Murphy, he's not he's not adept at dealing with a lot of these things. Like and um, and
0: that honest.
1: The yeah. show overall, be, the the show has too much baggage to be able to deal with right. it on a raw level. The veneer is too thick. Yeah. It's it's too like bubblegum musical right. to like to really pull it off in the way that like well yeah. this issue deserves. Exactly. And
0: I think and I think that's part of it is like the fact that they had scenes that were really tense and like, honestly, I cried a, like a couple times watching this episode because it's really, really emotional, but I don't, I think that they honestly, I think that kind of speaks to what the writers were thinking when they wrote it and that they're like, Oh, this is yeah. going to be really emotional. And like,
1: this is going to be really emotional and we don't have to do a lot of stuff to earn exactly.
0: it. So that's my big issue <laughs> with this whole thing. Like, and, like, unfortunately, like, this is just how it is. They did this. It's a thing. It's a Glee episode. We had to cover it. And, like, now we have to move on from it. But
1: and also, okay, like, th- these happen in every- everyday high schools. Yeah. This happens. Yeah. Right? And it happens in the blink of an eye. Everything changes. Yeah. So I think if Glee, like, if this event, like, colored a lot of the rest of the show... I mean...
0: Or at least, like,
1: the next few episodes or this, like, fucking arc.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Maybe
1: maybe I would feel differently, but I don't know if they do yet. We'll have to see, I guess. And honestly,
0: I don't really trust them, too. I
1: don't. I don't (laughs) trust them at all. So,
0: and the other big issue that I have is I feel like they're, like, and kind of covered it with, like, the tonal stuff, but the other plot lines in this episode just kind of clash. Like, the writer stuff feels just kind of not appropriate. The Shannon and yeah. Will stuff kind of feels out of the blue. And again, like... Yeah. Like, I, I mean, again... And, I
1: know. just don't like the idea that, like, Shannon's getting all of her worth from Will Schuster. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah.
1: I, let's uh touch on one more thing before we close. Sure. The timeline. Okay. So Will says to Shannon that he got back with Emma a week ago. Yes. Which was during... Was it during Guilty Pleasures? It, no, because Will was sick. Well, I mean,
0: girls and boys on film. I think they he yes. did the like John Cusack boombox moment,
1: and that's when that's when they got back together. Yeah. Was when they held hands outside while Emma was wearing that coat. Sure, I just remember the coat. That's that's <laughs> it. Um, but
0: yeah, because then yeah, we had all the feud so, nastiness, and then we had the guilty pleasures.
1: So, feud and guilty pleasures happened within the span of a of one week, which (laughs) doesn't doesn't make any sense because Tina was like Will's out for the week. Also, (laughs) (laughs) during guilty pleasures.
0: So also because Finn would have had to travel between um, New York and Lima like multiple times because I assume he went to New York and then came back to Lima like
1: yeah. So he went to go confront Brody. And then we,
0: I guess, when, when did we don't really know what happened after that. But he's not at the loft, so if he's in New York, I don't know what he's doing. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, no, he's. I don't think he's there anymore. I think he's back in in Lima. Yeah. I think he went just to punch Brody in the face <laughs> and then went home.
0: Um. Because yeah.
1: Santana definitely footed that bill, and she was like, "Bitch, you're taking the red eye." Right.
0: Yeah. And well, because <laughs> then Santana is like an established roommate last episode, so that happened within yeah. like a couple days, I guess. Like.
1: I, I, the timeline is so fucked. Yeah. Which I mean, but yeah. but Sam, there was also a like a 3 week hiatus. Exactly. Between between last episode and this one. Yeah. Which like
0: I I was thinking about it earlier today um because uh w- I, I think we've talked like, I, I'm not entirely sure, but I, I've heard that like time gets really fucked up in the next like season. Um, yeah. And I think Glee, they
1: do a Sam, they do a Christmas episode. That is entirely a flashback because in universe it's not Christmas. Well,
0: and see, I was going to say, I think Glee might've shot itself in the foot by restraining itself to real life time. Um, from the start. like I,
1: I totally agree, honestly. Um, Riverdale, Devin is really into Riverdale, yeah. has watched a lot of, like, Riverdale content, um, says that, like, the the writers, when they're writing Riverdale, don't have a concept of time. They do not have a concept of season. Sure. Weather just happens there when it needs to for the story. Um, sure. <laughs> which is genius. Yes. Like, they just... I don't need all of the rigmarole of real time. No, right.
0: And, like, if you want to do, like, a Christmas special, cool, great. Like you said, like, do it all in flashback. Or even better, just do it out of time. Like, just have, like, a random one-off episode where the plots don't matter. Like, which Glee does already, but they still stick it into their timeline. Like they do so i mean
1: (laughs) and then they're like they're like don't think about the timeline too much a week (laughs) sectionals is coming up regionals is soon to be here yeah like
0: yeah um
1: oh my god
0: yeah so i mean
1: that's that's so the timeline Uh, uh it is it's some bullshit um, let's remove Glee from reality, and specifically this episode, and that's it. Let's yes. um,
0: so um, let's
1: talk about the next episode we'll watch. Yeah, so
0: next week we're going to watch season four, episode nineteen, "Sweet Dreams," which Ooh-hoo. I don't know anything about. Which
1: I hope it's all dream sequence. Oh my god! I hope I hope we see every New Directions member sleeping in a one big bed where they're <laughs> side by side. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Sort of Whoville style. <laughs> and and we just go from person to person seeing inside of their dreams. Yeah, it also... <laughs> they, then they have a collective dream where they all sing together. Oh my
0: God. Yeah. um, <laughs> I mean, that does actually sound good. But if you have any thoughts about Glee, um, you can talk to us on Twitter um, and email. You can reach us on Twitter at SNMHateGlee. And honestly, like... I'd love to hear from people what you think about this episode. I know in looking at the internet that critical reception was real bad. Um, Yeah.
1: Um, And I think Sam and I definitively came down on the it was bad side. But we also were both conflicted. Yes. Uh, So we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can send us longer form thoughts at snmhankly at gmail.com and hit up our Patreon uh, for extra bonus content Yes uh, Patreon.com Slash s Yeah
0: and there's um, There are little snippets From some of our episodes up there um, As we do them in real time um, And that's where I think For this For last week's episode Guilty Pleasures You can hear a little bonus audio Of Maggie and Sam's Guilty Pleasures um, And honestly oh. Some things are probably left unheard But if you're a Patreon <laughs> You get to anyway um, But anyway That's just about everything For this week Um So Next week we'll be back with season four, episode nineteen, "Sweet Dreams." But until then, I've been Sam,
1: and I've been Maggie, and we hate Lee from the top. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>